Which NBA team's blueprint for a rebuild could the Spurs copy? And is there perhaps a bigger piece in the rebuild we are overlooking? You are Locked On Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to Lockdown Spurs. We're right here on the Lockdown NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs, whatever kids, five San Antonio. Glad to have you back. Happy Monday, everybody. Hope everybody's having a great start to their work week. We'll get you going right here on Lockdown Spurs. What are we talking about today? Well, the Spurs are clearly in a rebuild. The record reflects that. We all know what the assignment is. We get that. But there have been other teams that are kind of starting to come out of their rebuild. Which NBA team should the Spurs look at or emulate as they start? reconstructing this team also even looking at the rosters player wise in the rebuild Wemby and Devin and KJ are the answer but is there something else that we are clearly overlooking I was going to bring in our guest he is Vinny Vincetta my colleague over at Ken's 5 San Antonio and he is the man the myth the legend and I hear there's a proposal of any that before any of the big three get their statue in the at they're going to give you yours. How's that? That that's got to be false information. But if it's true, <laughs> let's 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 go with it. I'm I'm hard pressed to believe there's anything to that. But uh, hey, you're the you're the guy in, in the know, so let's roll with it. You're right. Be sure to follow him on Twitter at vvinzetta. That is v v i n z e t t a. This episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. That's right, uh, the official. Uh, well, price picks is one we want to go with all the time. First time users can receive themselves a 100% deposit match up to 100 bucks with promo code locked on. That's pricepick.com, promo code locked on. So, Vinny, um, yeah, record wise, uh, it has been a great season. Uh, the season is winding down fast, the real season about to start, but. Vinny, we know, you know, they're, they're evaluating talent. Pop keeps on saying that over and over again. But there's other teams that are starting to come out of their uh, rebuilding tunnel, if you will. There's the Magic. There's the Suns. Memphis. Uh, they're perhaps, uh, you know, Oklahoma City. If the Spurs are going to look at a team that is starting to come out of their rebuild, which team would that be? Which team would you think the Spurs would like to copy and why? I would say Memphis, Jeff. I, I yeah. love the way they have constructed this thing in recent years and 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 really the way they built this thing through the draft. I mean, you know, mm -hmm. uh, throw Jaw out there. Everybody knows Jaw Morant, but my goodness, uh, players like Dylan Brooks and Desmond Bain and yeah. Jaron Jackson Jr. And, and adding a piece through uh, free agency or whatever, Stephen Adams. I mean, I just really, really like the roster construction of the Memphis Grizzlies. And you mentioned a couple of other teams. I mean, Orlando, mm -hmm. you know, drafting, uh, drafting the kid out of Duke, uh, Paolo Banchero, yeah, Banchero. And, yeah. and, 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 uh, Jalen Suggs out of, out of Gonzaga. And it looks like they're finding a second life maybe for Markel Fultz. And mm -hmm. uh, so you like what they're doing. And obviously, uh, Phoenix mortgaged some future by asking to bring in KD, but they mm -hmm. still draft well too, obviously with, with Aiton and Booker and Cameron Payne and a few other pieces. Um, but of those three that you mentioned and, and you threw in Oklahoma City, I do love what the Thunder are doing as well. And, you know, they're, mm -hmm. they're one of those teams alongside the Spurs, just massive amounts of draft capital right. between now mm -hmm. and the future. So both those two teams, uh, San Antonio and OKC, set up well. But I would say I love in the end Memphis more than anybody else, the way they put that thing together. Whether it be the Magic, 
the uh, Memphis, the Suns, what have you. There's something all these teams have in common, and that is very high draft picks, whether that be John Miranda, what was that, number two, uh, Aiton, number one, Boncaro, number one. There's a common thread here. The Spurs got to get in that top three, and that's what they hope to do uh, when the season is over. And hopefully they stay within those three worst records to get one of those 14% slots. You're right. I think Memphis is a great blueprint. And you got to love the way they built that team. I mean, drafting Bain, who would have thought Bain would be doing this right now? I didn't. Uh, I don't know if you did. I didn't but either. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Bain, just a three-point threat and really a, a really good second option to John Morant. Bringing in a veteran like uh, Stephen Adams. You know, sure, he's been out. Uh, for a while, but nevertheless, you know, a good solid infusion of that. But for me, I like to go the the Phoenix route. Uh, again, this, they're likely they the Spurs that is likely to get that top pick. Hopefully, if not, we'll stay within the three, and then build around that player. But the problem is though, is that even if they were to bring in that top player, it's still going to be a process. So what I like what the Phoenix Suns did is they got aggressive. They brought in Chris Paul to com- combo with Booker and Aiton. And the Spurs are going to have to start thinking about that as the rebuild comes in, w- looking for that veteran free agent, a la Chris Paul or any position that is going to infuse it. Because Vinny, I think that's the biggest thing right now with this team. They're very, very young, but eventually they're going to have to start bringing in some, how can I say like good, young, old veteran talent. Does that make sense to you? I think a guy or two, yeah, I can totally roll yeah. with that. I mean, to balance the the, the tremendous usefulness on this uh, Spurs roster, so I think that's a great a great call, and I think that's something they'll look at this summer to get a guy in here that's been through the battles and been through some playoff battles and just sort of knows the way of the NBA world. Because to your point with Phoenix, that's a proven formula that that can work if you find the right balance and that person to match with all your young players, 100%. With Phoenix, we saw them get very aggressive. What, the Kevin Durant? Now, we know Kevin Durant's injured right now, but nevertheless, they really mortgaged their present by flipping some of their younger talent for Kevin Durant. Smart move, I think, when Kevin Durant comes, Phoenix is a legit threat. No, I mean, bigger threat, that is. Can you see the Spurs? Maybe not now, but down the road, or hell, maybe even this offseason, say, okay, we have this pick, a top three pick, but we also got this young talent. Pop keeps on saying, Vinny, over and over again, we're evaluating talent. He said it again after the loss to Washington. We're looking at guys who can stick around. To me, that's inferring that perhaps they may flip some of these guys. What are your thoughts? It's a curious thought for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, but, but Jeff, they've already mortgaged so much and, and, and yeah. shipped off so much already between uh, you know, DeJounte, and, and I'm drawing a blank on his name now, uh, uh, Derek White. Derek White, yeah. To, to Boston. Uh, yeah. It, it, it is, again, an interesting thought, but I just think there's so much young talent here. I'm, I'm not sure about flipping even more of it for right. a quote-unquote, you know, free agent superstar. And, and, and that's also never been their MO, but they're also one of the worst teams in the league right now. So it might suddenly become, <laughs> it might suddenly conveniently become their MO. So I, I guess as much, I would say, I don't foresee that. I think though, anything, anything is in play. 
Yeah, if, if you mentioned a name right now, Derek White. I didn't think the Spurs would trade him early in his Spurs career, and they did. DeJounte Murray, I didn't see that coming. You know, he's an all-star. Yay, they finally got an all-star after, what, the LaMarcus Aldridge era, and then they flipped him. So I think I think Brian Wright is setting the tone for this team that they will be aggressive. Ooh, let me ask you this, Vinny. You know, and then, I'll, then we'll, we'll leave everybody in the cliffhanger as we go to our first break here. If you had your Spurs GM hat, if they hired you for a month, would you consider trading Keldon Johnson? Right here on Locked On Spurs with Vinny Vincetta, my colleague at Ken's 5 San Antonio. We're talking about which NBA team's blueprint for a rebuild should the Spurs copy and the other piece of the Spurs current rebuild right here on Locked On Spurs. But I want to talk to you about Price Picks. Hey, Price Picks is a daily fantasy app that you need to get right now. So how does it work? You pick two to six players. If they go on to score more or less than the Price Pick projection, you win up to twenty-five times your money on any entry. No competing against other people. It's just you versus the projections available. Price Picks offers projections on any sport that includes NBA, NFL, MLB, NHL, PGA, boxing, MMA, Euro basketball, cricket, and so much more. Entries can be made in sixty seconds or less. It's that easy, safe, and fast withdrawals. Download the Price Picks app. Go to PricePicks.com to sign up for uh, right now and play daily fantasy sports. First time users can get themselves a 100% instant deposit match up to 100 bucks with promo code Locked On. You deposit 100, Price Picks gives you 100. You deposit 50 dollars, Price Picks gives you 50 dollars. That easy. Don't forget to enter promo code Locked On at sign up for an instant deposit match up to 100 dollars. We're back right here on Locked On Spurs with Vinny Vincetta, my colleague at Ken's 5 San Antonio. He's on the sports TV side, and he'll tell you all what he has cooking later uh, on the show, and including the exclusive that he's going to drop right now, the Vinny Vincetta statue at the AT&T Center. I cannot <laughs> wait to take a photo in front of that, Vinny. Cannot wait. And I better see it on Twitter as soon as you take it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. It's going to be you just interviewing uh, somebody, some random person, take a profile, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> But <laughs> but uh, we're talking about your silver and black as the season is winding down. They're looking at the rebuild still. It's like you get it very aggressive. But if they were to look at an NBA team that's going through it or is coming out of it, which team would it be? Now, Vinny, he picked Memphis in segment one. I picked Phoenix. I'm going to throw a wild card at you. We'll get to the, uh, the answer about the KJ thing in a bit. But what about Orlando? You think Orlando is a good blueprint for the Spurs to follow? Maybe, maybe. Yeah. I mean, it, it looks like there's some more life in their program. I'm not ready yeah. to fully commit, um, but it looks like maybe they're attempting to do things the right way. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I, I don't know if we can give a full answer on that just yet. They're still waiting for the payoff to eventually come, but I'm just going to go, go back to simply they've added some pieces that looks like it may be working for them. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Mo Wagner, he's coming on as a nice piece for them. Really good compliment. Yeah, really good compliment to uh, Boncaro. Yeah, Orlando's an interesting team. I like to see how they are uh, next season. I, I think they they might start opening eyes if they do it right this offseason. But, you know, one thing that these teams have in common, and we talked about it in the first segment, is that at times, at points, they got aggressive. So Phoenix is a good example. They flipped a lot of their young talent to get a Kevin Durant. Uh, you, you know, so that begs the question, could the Spurs follow that path? Could they say, okay, Kelton Johnson, you, you know, well, we're going to see what we can get for you. Would GM for a month, Vinny Vincetta, consider trading Kelton Johnson 
in this rebuild? I want to give you a quick, simple answer, Jeff Garcia. And the answer yes, is yes. The answer is yes. If the price is right, and it obviously would have to be, the answer is yes, because they've already proven they're willing to do that. Um, yeah. And Derek White and DeJounte Murray, and you know they tried the whole DeMar DeRozan thing with some of these people, and it didn't work. But the Spurs have been more aggressive uh, post-Tim Tony Manu than they have been mm-hmm. in many, many years. So, yeah, I, I, I say – if if you get what you want, and they obviously would want to make sure it's in their favor, yes, you as crazy as that may sound to some fans, yeah, you you would do it, yes. Yeah, I have to agree with you. I think you would have to consider uh, that. Now, are there some players that are close to that? You know, maybe not. You know, I think Sohan is close to that. Devin Vassell, I think he's definitely very close to that. Kelton Johnson, he's near it, but I think this past season, and the numbers are great, Vinny. There's nothing wrong, but it just felt something was off with this game. Remember that time during the segment of the season where I, mean, I don't know if it still is right now. You can correct me on this, but his defense has just gotten worse. And his three shot fell off the mat for the good chunk of the season. It started to pick up towards the end of the season. But is it just me, Vinny, or he, there really hasn't been that much improvement in developmental side of his game he's still that guy i'm gonna charge at the rim and get the and one and scream very loud there have been some consistency issues there's no doubt and i think a lot of people maybe wanted to elevate him to superstar status and he hasn't quite yet attained that and i i can see how people would wonder is he is he really who we thought he was going to be? I mean, you have a small window, man, in in the NFL and in the NBA to really, really, really show that you are that guy, you are that foundation piece that we can build around. Um, you know, as it, 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 shocking as it was to to trade and ship out DeJounte Murray, it, it, I wouldn't feel any more shocked if they made mm-hmm. a move on if they made a, made a move on Kelvin Johnson. Absolutely. Yeah. And then, you know, circling back to the topic uh, at hand, which is uh, which NBA team, um, you know, blueprint for a rebuild could the Spurs uh, emulate, you know, again, Phoenix, go to an example, you know, Payne dealt and a bunch of other guys dealt uh, for Kevin Durant and hopefully that'll pay off for them in the, in the playoffs. Now, granted Phoenix is a different situation right now. They're in a win now mode. Uh, Spurs are just hopefully one day we're looking to get to that win now mode. But perhaps if they want to speed it up, you see what Phoenix did could help. Interesting, though, we didn't bring up Houston, and Houston is just a disaster. But how many top picks have they had over the last three, three, two, three, four years? And it still hasn't panned out for them, Vinny? They are acquiring talent, and they have been acquiring talent. I mean, they actually have legitimate, talented uh, NBA players that can do some damage in this league. I don't, I don't know what it is about Houston. I don't know if it's just uh, they're cursed or the way they've done past business. I mean, it's almost like the curse of Mike D'Antoni just won't go away uh, from the uh, <laughs> yeah. Rockets. If they ever run into defense there, it'll be a miracle. But um, they're also trying really hard to continue to mm-hmm. think. But can, can I make a point here to you about? Sure, go ahead. About what you said about Keldon Johnson and you threw out Devin Vassell and Jeremy Sohan. Those are three really talented people, and they are dep- depending on who the the top three draft pick is. I think it's two schools of thought. 
you know, can, can, can the new number one top draft pick, if it's, if it's assuming it's in the top three, can that person, you know, mix and, and mesh and, and work with those three guys, for example, or will there be maybe too many egos out there and somebody eventually has to get divorced, if you will? I, I'm just really curious to see what they can make work if they keep those three guys and bring in uh, a, a top pick. Or to your point, does it make sense to move a Keldon and see what else you mm-hmm. can get on top of bringing in your your, your top draft pick? Yeah, because eventually I think flipping is has to stop. Eventually you got to roll with what you got and see if it can work and give uh, these guys time together, not beyond just the season. I think you eventually got to do that. But the draft is certainly certainly going to hinge on that. If if they get the number one pick and go Wemby, well then okay, then what did, what blueprint did we use? The Memphis blueprint start building around him. Uh, you know, complementary pieces. Is it Scoot? Okay, perhaps he's good. But maybe we got to flip some of these guys to bring in players that are complementary to him. Because I think if they get Wendy, Wemby, excuse me, they have the pieces already to have it fit around him. If they get Scoot, you got a log jam with Malachi and Trey Jones and Blake Wesley and then Scoot. I mean, I think the obvious answer is okay. Well, you try to move those guys for a guy like Scoot Henderson, but then yeah. who's going to compliment him? At that point. Uh, but yeah, it's interesting to see uh, which NBA team, or maybe the Spurs just forge their own path. I think they ultimately they'll just do that. They go, whatever Memphis did work for them or whatever Orlando's doing is working for them. You know, we're going to go our path. And again, I think it all depends on the NBA draft. We're talking with Vinny Vincetta. He is my colleague at Ken's 5 San Antonio. Make sure to follow him on Twitter at V Vincetta, V-V-I-N-Z-E-T-T-A, and tweet at him. Asking him if uh, you know you can stop by his soon-to-be statue at the AT&T Center. Yeah, I heard I heard his appointment only uh, photo ops there. That's that's well, what you. Um, it, 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 yeah, it, it's true. But if you really want one, I'll squeeze you in. It's no problem. We'll make it work. <laughs> exactly. When we get back, we're going to shift gears and talk about well, continue the rebuild. And for as much as we're focusing on players and Wimby and moving Keldon, you know, would you do it? And Sohan, yeah, but. There's something we've been forgetting about in the rebuild, and perhaps it's even bigger than a Wembanyama. Hopefully, crossing fingers right here on Lockdown Spurs. But before we do that, I have a lot to talk to you about, and that is starting with Built Bar March Madness. Yes, Built Bar March Madness right here on the Lockdown Network. And we know that you have your favorite bar or puff, and now's the time to make it count. Go to BuiltMarchMadness.com to vote for your favorites. Look, I'll be voting for the uh, coconut puff. It's really, really delicious. I go through a box of them like super, super fast. So if you want perhaps the coconut puff or your favorite favorite flavor to win, then make sure to be voting that uh, flavor at at BuiltMarchMadness.com. Support your bar or puff. And when you vote for your favorite bar or puff, you'll be entering into drawing a uh, where 50 lucky lockdown listeners will get themselves a free box of built. Not only that, but one lockdown fan will get a 12 month subscription to built to have built's best bars or puffs delivered monthly straight to your door. You got to try built. Built is the best protein bar ever. Seriously, they're so amazing. You won't even think they're good for you. What makes built bars and puffs so good? 100% real chocolate, low in sugar, and high in protein. You've got to get yourself a box right now. Go to BuiltMarchMadness.com to vote for your favorite bar or puff and pick a box while you're at there. And you can vote every day in March. So hop in and support your pick. 
And before we let you go in the final segment, I got to just be, I'm beaming right now because we have our first ever. Yeah. I've been doing this for decades. Everybody. This is the first time that we have a local San Antonio company on board supporting your locked on Spurs podcast. And did you stay up late last night? To catch the Spurs game, you need a quick pick-me-up, then you got to look no further than Mudslingers Drive-Thru Coffee. Mudslingers is a locally owned independent coffee shop, and they're proud to make delicious coffee coffee for our community. They do it fast, friendly, and so you can get on with your day. Whether you're in the mood for a latte, cold brew, or a Red Bull-infused lightning bolt, i got to try one of those. They have the drinks for every taste. They also have a wide selection of dairy alternatives, low-calorie options, even caffeine drinks for those who want to just take it easy. So swing by Mudslingers Drive-Thru Coffee for a tasty and convenient caffeine fix. Located at 2404 Thousand Oaks Drive near 281 and 1604. They're open every day from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Once again, 2404 Thousand Oaks Drive near 281 and 1604. Life is too short for bland coffee. All right, let's go ahead and bring him back. He is Vinny Vencetta. He's with Ken's Five for San Antonio on the sports TV side of things. And a bit, he's going to tell us what he has cooking uh, for San Antonio sports and much, much more. Vinny, so we love to talk about this rebuild. And it's interesting, everybody. I had texted Vinny last week if he wants to come on. Obviously, you know, Vinny's always down. And I love that about him. And I gave him the topics. And he looks at topic number two, which we're talking about right now. And he's like, damn, that's a really good th- question there, Jeff. <laughs> He's like, whoa. <laughs> He's like, I didn't even I didn't I think about that. So Vinny, we've been talking about Wimby and, and Devin and Kelvin. Who's gonna stay on? Popovich is talking about, you know, we're evaluating talent, but perhaps there's a bigger piece in the in, in this rebuild that is eventually gonna come sooner than later. And that is who is gonna be the new coach? Popovich eventually is going to have to uh, call it a day. It's getting close to that point. Maybe another two, three years, who knows? But eventually it's going to happen. And these guys, they're going to be perhaps entering their prime or on the cusp of it. So, Vinny, are we forgetting perhaps that the biggest piece of the rebuild is not on the jersey court up and down sneaker side? It's actually on the clipboard side, and that's Popovich. Who is going to take over for him? You know, when we were downtown, a few days ago, uh, catching up with DeJounte Murray when he was back visiting with the Hawks. Uh, yeah. One of the uh, one of the media members in the scrum said, uh, are you guys going up for the uh, regular season finale at Dallas? And I said, uh, you know, I don't know. The, the, the Spurs have, have mentioned that they just might roll out eight or nine guys uh, in postgame after mm-hmm. that Mavericks game to wrap the regular season because they weren't planning immediately on doing any postseason access back in San Antonio. And I said, you know, I don't know if we're going. I think everything would be on FTP on their site. And then somebody blurted out, well, you know, it could be Pop's last game ever. You should pitch into yeah. the station like that and make sure you get us to Dallas in case he hangs them up. But I say all that to say that uh, I, I, I don't, I don't uh, know that he's ready um, at all to hang him up. You know, he just turned 74 years old in, mm-hmm. in late January. And, and I go back to what he said in media day of last year. He said – he said, you know, what the, what the heck? I'm going to go ahead and say that nobody should mortgage their house uh, on the Spurs winning the championship. Right. He was absolutely right about that. But the, 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 the regular season popular, popular thought and, and water cooler talk has been, Jeff, that he's having a blast. Uh, he's relaxed and easygoing and just enjoying coaching these young kids. But he did also say at media day last September, whenever that was, that, you know, he would eventually – 
coach this group, get, get them in order, and, and hand them over to the next person. So he also did toss that out there to us at Media Day uh, last fall. So I don't know that, you know, does he have 10 more years? Of course not, unless he decides yeah. to be like Hubie Brown. <laughs> but, um, you know, he's got a couple more years, I think. He can't go out like this mm -hmm. um, with a like this, and I'm not saying that he ha he needs to go out as an NBA champion. I mean, you know, 0.1% of players and coaches at the pro level in any sport get to go out the way they want. But I think he wants to see this thing in a better position when he shuffles off. So I guess the long answer to answer your question, do I think the, the next coaching piece is in place yet to win another NBA championship? I don't think so, because I think he's just got a handful of years left now uh anything can change year to mm -hmm. year and it wouldn't surprise me at all um if popovich is the one to take them um deep into the postseason right but it also wouldn't surprise me if he feels like it's in shape and in a position to hand it off to the next guy and suddenly whoa mike budenholzer comes back home from milwaukee sure. there you go right yeah or brett brown you know take it over you know you're here yeah. yeah exactly yeah i think i think we are but I think fans and you, well, obviously not you because you know we're talking about it, but I think fans are missing that big piece in the rebuild. They're focused so much on Wimby, and I get it. Wimby and Scoot and, you know, who knows who's going to be pick number three after that or whatever. But there is still that coaching position that's going to be vacant sooner. Let's just say Wimby comes. And obviously he's going to say, we really know what he's going to say. Somebody's asking about playing for Popovich. Oh, the greatest coach ever, Euro guy, Splitter and Fabricio and Manu. He's going to say all that stuff. We get, we know that. But he, perhaps Vinny, he is the draw for these uh, college kids, these free agents. Because I think about this, Vinny, even in the big three era, I didn't hear Kevin Durant saying, I really want to go to San Antonio to play with Tim Duncan. I didn't really see, you know, any of these top free agents say, I want to go to play with the big three and win titles. You had your fringe veteran players uh, that would come out, you know, your Kevin Willis's, you know, guys that are in the back end of the career, the David West. But in this new era, Popovich seems to be the guy, you know, and I don't, I don't predict any free agents, top free agents saying like, I want to go and play with Jeremy Sohan, at least maybe not right now. So perhaps Pop is perhaps Pop is the big draw for this franchise right now. So eventually he's going to go, and then who you're left with? You know, perhaps Wimby. Wimby would definitely be a draw. Hey, top free agent, want to come play Wimbayana? Open up your game tremendously. Hell yeah, I'll go. But I think right now you you have to keep this in the back of your head. There's still that big piece, the coaching vacancy that's going to come. It's going to happen. And who's going to take over for that? And that's huge in this rebuild because I don't know about you. Maybe I'm wrong, Vinny, but that feels that feels like a big reset. So let's just say they're they're two years into the rebuild, and Pop announces that okay, this is it, I'm done. It just feels like you're hitting the reset button all over again. And I think they'll go after one of their guys. Yeah, um, it's kind of built the Spurs way. I mean, I'd love to see a Quinn Snyder here um, to yeah. replace whenever that happens. Or, you know, you mentioned Brett Brown, or there is, you know, uh, uh, Mike Budenholzer's uh, son plays basketball at Alamo Heights here in San mm -hmm. Antonio. So, you know, who, who knows what, what is going to happen? That, that, that'll be a big piece, yes. 
um, when, whenever it happens. But I, I just I think he's having so much fun trying to find some success with these young kids that we may not have to worry about it for at least a couple more years. But Pop yeah. could also surprise us out of nowhere and say, uh, "I've had enough. I'm, I'm, I'm moving on. It's time to yeah. it's time to uh, relax, read some history books, and drink some wine." Yeah, visit New York City. He loves New York City. He spends like half <laughs> of his free time in in the Big Apple. But look, he even yeah, I mean, he didn't say anything, you know, hinting towards retirement or not. But he recently did say, and I believe it was after the Bucks loss or the Wizards loss, uh, regardless what it was, he said there are times that he looks at his surroundings and say, "What the hell am I still doing here?" <laughs> so uh, so we know that it's in the back of his head but of course he followed that up with saying but i'm having fun you know seeing these guys get better yeah but uh, that you know the coaching vacancy could be the next big piece in this rebuild and perhaps it'll be in the backyard your brett browns maybe becky comes back after her contract is done with las vegas who knows we don't know but we have to remember it's not just the player side in the rebuild. It's going to be the coaching side, and filling those shoes is going to be tremendous. Vinny, I, I want to know if you're okay, and I want to make sure you're safe, that your eye is still in one piece. Uh, I saw that you got attacked by a bug on a live shoot, and uh, you're just <laughs> swiping at your eye and, and running to the camera. Vinny, are you okay? You know, fortunately, it wasn't a, a live shot. It was just something okay. we were <laughs> but yeah, it was, it was a crazy experience. It was, in the flash of a second, I could see a silhouette of a bug over my eyeball. And if you listen to the clip closely enough that I put on Twitter, it was a direct hit, man. You can actually hear that bug hit my eyeball, and I'd never oh, wow. experienced like that before. So it, it caught me so off guard, it, it, as bizarre as this may sound. I actually thought maybe, is the bug underneath my eyelid or like in the corner of my eye? It really freaked me out. And I, my eye, my eye felt very irritated, but my photographer said, stop it. Stop touching your eye. That's why you think a bug has been there is because you irritated your eye by rubbing it. I said, oh, okay, I'll I stop. Uh, so it turns out there was nothing in there, but it was a direct hit. I mean, again, it was crazy. I saw like a, a black a facade over my eye and I'm like, that is insane. <laughs> a bug actually landed on my eyeball. <laughs> that is yeah if you want to see that uh blooper uh go to vinny's uh twitter right now at v vincetta it is hilarious i you know obviously i know you're okay by the way yes i agree with you it is an emmy you do win an emmy uh, okay you're gonna go yeah okay. yeah yeah you 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 asked the question emmy yes i agree Emmy. by the way i got a bug uh, story for you so um there was a moment in my life where i was living in uh, michigan lansing michigan for four about four years and i'll lansing is just really michigan is just cold uh, just said that's what it's known for just freezing cold you're smack between two uh great lakes and you know they don't really have a big pest problem you know like san antonio you know you you proof right there your video getting smoked in the eye by a bug and and scorpions and whatnot that 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 wildlife kind of vibe isn't there but i'm at an atm and there's a light above the ATM and what attracts light moths and little flying bugs. So they're all over surrounding the little light. I'm like, okay, whatever. You know, they're not going to bother me. I'll just smash them. One of those moths landed on my ear and proceeded to crawl into my ear canal. I had to go to the hospital. I had to go to the hospital. So the whole ride, well, Lansing is tiny. It's a very small city. So a walk to the um, emergency room. All I hear is this constant flapping the wings and it's burrowing deeper and deeper and deeper and it's, it's oh getting louder. Goodness. 
is getting louder and louder because it's going deeper into my canal. So I get to the emergency room. They saw me pretty fast. They do the little eye scope and they say, yeah, we see it. We see it there. So I'm thinking, okay, they're going to get like tweezers and just grab it and pinch it and pull it out. Nope. They, had, uh, they put this poison. It's like this solution that just dissolves things. They dump it in my ear. They said, oh, lay back for about a, about a minute or two. And I did. And then they go, okay, now tilt your head over. Uh, I never want to see that. It looked like a scene from a horror movie. It's just like this body, this insect body is floating in, in, in oh. a massive poison. I know it's crazy, but uh, that was my bug incident there. So, um, but I'm gonna, I'm we're now, brother. We, I'm going to vote for tweezers, not the solution. Holy cow, that sounds crazy. Yeah, they, it was just this mixture of a poison water diluted poison solution that just dumped in my ear and they killed it and they just it just oozed out. It was like something oh. out of a horror story. Yeah, I know. I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Star Trek with William Shatner in the movie where they stick that bug in, in the guy's helmet and they put it over his head and then this little creepy crawly goes into his ear. Yeah, it was something very similar to that. But now, Vinny, you and I are bug brothers now. We've no, been attacked listen. by bugs. So you survived. I survived. No, listen, as you told me that story, God's honest truth. That's the first thing I thought of was Star Trek II, that scene. That's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was very similar to that. It, very, it just went right into my ear. But uh, we are done talking, grossing you out, and uh, we want to hear from you. Uh, what do you think about the uh, Spurs and their rebuild as it continues on? Which NBA team that's coming out of their rebuild should the Spurs emulate or perhaps just forge their own path? And is Popovich perhaps the biggest piece in the rebuild right here on Lockdown Spurs. Vinny, we've been talking about it. What you got cooking uh, covering all San Antonio sports? Man, it's Valero Texas Open Week. The PGA Tour is back in the Alamo City, always one of my favorite events. And they uh, they have 20 of the top 64 players in the world uh, committed to the VTO, the 101st edition up there uh, off 281 at TPC San Antonio. And then, of course, the, the final four uh, takes over Houston uh, later next week. So, We'll look forward to to that as well. We'll we'll have to see if we wind up with any Texas flavor in there. But uh, yeah, it's gonna be gonna be fun, fun week, fun week ahead. I always ask this, uh, so I asked this with one of our colleagues, Casey Vieira, and I'll ask you as well. Uh, the the Brahmas, why does it feel like there's not that much interest, or is it just because they've been away so for so long to start their season? Well, I have a couple of opinions on that. Number one, um, NFL football fans know that those in the NFL are the top 0.01%. That's right. why the NFL is a god. That's why it owns the market. That's why it's a monopoly. Mm -hmm. uh, people know they watch professional football who is the very best of the best. And the second part of my answer is, Jeff, the football has not been good. I've, okay. been, to, yeah. I've been to both home games. And the football is just not, not very good. I mean, it was right. terrible in their 12-10 loss at home to Arlington. Um, it was terrible professional football, and I think fans know this. And across the league, there's always that curiosity for week one. But with each passing mm -hmm. week, television ratings and crowd attendance have dropped with each passing week. Mm. So I don't know how, yeah. I don't know how long. You know, The Rock has a lot of money behind this with Redbird Capital, but I really don't know how long they can sustain this. It's going to be interesting yeah. to see, but it's just – it's just nothing is like the NFL. It's just nothing measures up to the NFL. Absolutely. Again, if you want to check out Vinny and him getting attacked by a bug, go to his Twitter at VVincetta right now. You also want to stick around at Locked on Spurs this week. I'm just going to put it out there, everybody. We have a very, very special guest coming on Locked on Spurs. You're going to want to wait around to see this. I'll give you a little hint. It's about midweekish, So stick around there. 
But we always thank Vinny for us taking time out of his busy, busy schedule to join us here on Locked On Spurs. And we thank you for making time for uh, checking out Locked On Spurs. Make sure to follow us on uh, YouTube at Locked On Spurs. Odyssey app, iTunes, the list goes on and on. Take a listen, check out Locked On Game to Game NBA. Same thing, Odyssey app, YouTube, wherever you get your favorite podcast. So for Vinny Vincetta, I am Jeff Garcia. We're going to put a lock on this episode of Locked On Spurs. Thank you.